Welcome to the Dynasty Rook Podcast. We play chess, not checkers. He's Tiny, I'm Dick, and now here's your host, GV. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back to a new and uh, going to be annual edition um, of the Dynasty Rook Podcast. We're going to do a little subset that we like to call Dick's Deep Dives, the Trip D. Triple D, the Dick's Deepest Dives. hey Um... And what that's going to be each year is going to be Dick Navis, who's one of the most intense. I'm looking at a spreadsheet he has right now. He's one of the best dynasty rookie scouters I've ever seen. He starts before anyone else does. He keeps going through when everyone else finishes. And he just puts an unbelievable amount of effort into this. So I think his it's worthy to analyze how he looks at these rookies and see how he comes up with these rankings and kind of what he does to do that. And so because... He takes such an in-depth look at these. We're going to call these um, the annual Dick Deep du- Dick's Deep Dives. Triple D, the <laughs> um, Dick's Deep hey! Dives. Yeah, so welcome to Dick's Deep Dives. Um, Nick, can you give me a little uh, explanation on how you start your scouting? Start at receivers and running backs because okay. those are the positions that you need to put the most amount of time in. There's, there's a ton of guys in the RB group. There's a ton of guys in the receiver group. There's always only five or six. Five to eight guys in the quarterback group, and maybe five to eight guys in the tight. And, group. and if you're competing, you hope you already have some good options there. So you more yeah. focus in your draft on the wide receivers and running backs, right? Okay. And if you hit on a you know running back one or receiver one, then you got a you got a cornerstone on your dynasty. Yeah, we see it, we see it every year. Zeke, Kamara, we see those guys. Yeah, but okay. So you start on your receivers and running backs, yes. and then how do you evaluate your players right off the go? So this is this is all this is all before they're even even some have. Uh, declared for the draft. Yeah. So this is all way ahead of time. So how, yeah. do you st- how do you start on that? So I would look at basically the top prospects first um, and then look at all the seniors because you know that they're going to be in the draft. Okay. And then as you learn more and more about college football, um, you get to know, you know, what juniors will probably will declare. Mm-hmm. And then they do declare. The deadline t- uh, for declaring is January 14th. Once, once, you, once you know which players you want to scout, yeah. um, how do you start scouting? How, how, how you do you, you make the list. I mean, you cannot just go off of other people's spreadsheets or anything like that. Just make your own list because then if you hit, I mean, that's all you. And if you miss, then you can correct those mistakes going forward. And then over time, you'll be a better scout. Every single year, you build on your own scouting. You almost want to like alphabetically, just do yeah. it alphabetically first. Yeah, so and then just I, I kind of like put the top prospects on top, and then kind of fill in the names as I learn them. Yeah, and then what school they go to, height, weight, class, how many receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, um, career stats. Just what, you do career and yep. recent season. Yeah, because then I mean you got to know their career stats because Correct. if they have one year, I mean Kevin White. He's a one-year guy, one-year college guy with all the traits you could ask for, but he didn't have the career stats that other people have. That longevity and production means a lot to the locker room and to the coach, and they could trust him. Maturity, yeah, everything. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and then I get, I uh, put what, whatever conference that they're in. Okay. And kind of evaluate, you know, what's their competition Strength level. Schedule, yeah. And then I'd say, okay. if it, especially for receivers, we're talking about receivers. We're just talking about receivers, because I'm a fucking receiver, and I love <laughs> receivers. So, for receivers, I put a column, I have quarterback, 
Yeah. And quarterback is basically, do they have a good quarterback, a terrible quarterback, or somewhere in the middle? Well, it's, 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 it's just another depth. I, for a running back, you can look at conference or team, and you know if their team's good or mm-hmm. if it's just them. It's another it's another way to, yeah. you can't just evaluate, evaluate or like the D-line. Or like the D-line you would yeah. do for like a, if you're scouting running backs, you got to know the, the other team's D-line, like O-line, O-line, and yeah. their own O-line. Yep. Correct. Um, and then... Can't evaluate in a vacuum. Right. Correct. So after I watched the uh, the highlights... Wait, so, how do, so how, how do you start? What's the first thing you watch? Of I watch the highlights. So first, that's, when you, whenever you're looking at a particular player, the first thing you watch is yeah. their like, career yeah. highlights. Yeah. Okay. And uh, some may disagree, but the highlights to me... I can't judge a, a player completely off his highlights. That is the totally wrong thing to do. What highlights do show me is their ceiling. If you don't see... Fan, like spectacular plays on their highlight tape, they're never gonna make spectacular plays. Correct. So when you're watching their highlights, that's their ceiling. Then what you want to do is you want to go back, go on YouTube, type in the player's name, space versus, and then press enter, and you watch all those game tapes. You watch every play that they do, and the more you know about football, the more you can evaluate different situations. So learn those different situations and try to figure out if they're going slower on this route for a certain reason or if it's their effort. So and that also comes with just watching more. The more you watch, yeah, the more you understand. Exactly. And then, so when you're watching the game film, that'll help you assess what their floor is. So then you have a pretty good window of what their floor is all the way up to their ceiling. And then... You can totally tell when someone just watches the highlights, right? Yeah. And oh, yeah. You can, you can, there's, there's guys who have great highlights, and you watch the... It's so that you have to do both. Yep, and, and, exactly. And I think it's a decision you make which one you want to do first. Yeah. Because you want to you try and hit home runs, all right? So yeah. You, the, yeah. Ideally, you want to hit home runs, not floors. Yeah. So you look at the highlights first, and then you can kind of see the ceiling, and then you yep. kind of reevaluate. Also, also, the, the better prospects are going to have more highlight tape. Correct. So, I mean, there's not much tape when you're, when you're playing in the fantasy season. But once the off-season starts, I mean, these guys on YouTube, they get going, and they're awesome. Shout out to all the YouTubers that put all these, hi- <laughs> that all these mixes together, because yeah. they are awesome. So step one, step one highlights, check check the ceiling, see if they're, if they're a superstar. Yep. And step two, watch the game film, make sure it's not fool's gold. <laughs> yep. See see the floor they have. Do you, exactly. want, do you have anything else on scouting? You, uh, uh, anything I else do. you want to bring in? Um, right now, this is what I call like a pre-rating. So it's before the combine, before the draft, before training camp, before we know anything going into the season. It's so three NFL draft yeah, declaration in a vacuum. It's yeah, pure pure scouting on what they are as a college player. Okay, and their potential for the NFL. So 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 step one for you is making your spreadsheet with all of the with the statistics, measurables, quarterback things like this, and then yep. watch for each player. You watch highlights and game tape. Yep. And then, besides your kind of analysis of those of those things, do you do anything else? Um, uh, well, as like pre- at this stage. Oh, at this stage. At the pre, because um, this, this is so this is like you said, we're recording before anything. Right at the this is this is even before the declaration of NFL draft. So this is stage one of his scouting. So do you do anything else at this yeah. stage on a player? Uh, I don't. Okay, so this That's, is your baseline. Yeah, it's still, it's a lot. You did yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not. It's and I guess the other part of it. Is not only doing that, but finding all those names that you yep. would never come across. Correct. Without doing all of this research. Correct. That's why you, you narrow. You have to narrow it down yeah. to a pool before you do more. You yeah. want to make sure you get get at least look at everybody. Yep. That you can possibly look. And at. if a that if a sleeper ever you know comes comes up and produces in the NFL, 
at least you had him on your spreadsheet. Correct. And at least you have recollection of what you thought of him, and you can update your scouting based on that. And and, and it's also fun to look. To, I, I think this is pretty good, pretty good analysis here of what you what you if if you want to be doing something, this is what you should be doing pre. Um, Pre pre combine, like even before the drafts even happened, yeah. this is what you want to do. And then it's it's nice because honestly, going back, Dick we, we, Dick started this spreadsheet when we started our dynasty league in 2016 yeah. or before that, 2015. And so he has he has tabs in his spreadsheet, for, and you can go back and you can see all these guys that come through. So I mean, you can even use this later in time for undrafted yeah. people and things like that. Exactly. So it's good to keep records. But this is this sounds like what you're doing at the initial stage. Yeah. So at this initial stage, let's can you t- can you tell me how, walk through how you kind of group and rate your wide receivers yeah so when you look across the nfl there's a category at the top and it's number one receivers these are your tiers of receivers yeah tiers of receivers and these are basically potential landing spots for these rookies to fall into one of these categories one of these categories of types of players yes not, not teams types of players okay so number one receivers you got AJ Green, Michael Thomas, Devonte Adams, this Julio is the group. Jones. This is the group. Larry Fitzgerald was for a long time. Mike Evans is coming into his own. Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen, Corey Davis, Amari Cooper, Jordy Nelson, Allen Robinson, Alshon Jeffrey, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Crabtree, Juju Smith-Schuster. So that's that's these are the people you're you currently see in the NFL that are in this first yeah. tier. And okay. if you look at their measurables, six three two twenty, six one two fifteen, six three two twelve, six four two ten. 62200 62211 63209 62217 63217 So we see the similarity there. Yeah. It, there's a range and when you combine that size with speed and knowledge of the game and skill, work ethic, all these different things, you get a number 1 receiver. But but so you, but so to be in this top tier you have to have the, the that size, right? Yeah. But but obviously there's guys with that size who aren't in the top tier. Right. But but you have to have the size and you have to have the, the game skill. So these are your yeah. like you said cream of the crop. Yep. Okay. So like you just said, there is guys in this next category that can surpass the number one receivers. So this is the next tier. This is tier two. This is tier two. Okay. So we'll call tier one your number one wide receivers. Number one receivers. Okay, tier two. So tier two is overall great receiver, well rounded, and potential for that number one spot on a team. Now, as a number one receiver, you mean number one receiver? Okay. Yep. Because some of these guys are outliers, and they're just masters of their craft. Uh, to, to give me some examples of these guys: Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown, Stephon Diggs, Julian Edelman, Jarvis Landry was the number one. So, in this category, I have guys like Doug Baldwin, Robert Woods, Kenny Stills, Golden Tate, Jarvis, Willie Sneed, Julian Edelman. Now, you look at their size, 5'11", 198, 5'10", 181, 5'10", 190, 6'1", 190, 6'1", 195, 6'2", 195, 5'10", 197, 5'11", 206, 5'10", um and and uh, obviously DeAndre Hopkins. So they have a chance to get that tier one, but it's not right. as sure of a thing because you right. s- you see the that they don't have the 
necessarily the height and the weight right. those guys. But they, they just but they have the, the possibility. Yeah, they're skillful. It's correct. Yeah. So you want they could be good, but you it's a it's a much higher risk to take these guys, yep. especially when you when you evaluate them like that at a rookie stage. Exactly. It's easy to say now Antonio Brown's a right, great right. receiver, but exactly. you see Antonio Brown in college and it's, it's, yeah, it's Antonio was drafted in round so this, six by the Steelers. Correct. So this is how you evaluate. You're just giving right. NFL examples of how you're trying to categorize these yep. rookie wide receivers. So next we got deep threats, and these are speed guys. Um, we're talking about T.Y. Hilton. John Brown. We <laughs> <laughs> no. can put John Brown here. Can he fit in? <laughs> Brandon Cooks, Tyreek Hill, Taylor Gabriel, D.D. Westbrook. Yeah. And then you look at their measurables. 5'10", 183, 5'8", 165, 5'10", 183, 6'1", 178, 5'10", 185. I mean, these guys also have potential to be number ones. T.Y. Hilton. I mean, he was a deep threat guy, and he's just gotten better and better and it's, he's become a number one it makes it hard though you need, you need a quarterback you need yeah. a but lot there, of things but what, what I'm trying to get at is there is a role for these guys correct so so I, I can see some of these rookies in, in these categories um, so this is tier three for produce. you yeah, this, this is tier, tier three. three so, so this is so, and, and you're ranking them so you think it, you're ranking them in probability you see them being an everyday wide receiver one for you almost like that yeah. something like that okay yep. okay so yeah Exactly. You just brought so, up the greatest point. What you want on your dynasty team is number one receivers. You want to start a number one receiver at your receiver one, at your receiver two, and at your receiver three. And you're trying to rank them in tiers to get your best chance to at least the people in the top of your list to make it the best. If you if you drafted them all in order, yeah. you'd have the best probability of getting them one receivers in a certain category. Exactly. Okay. So you would hope that, you'd hope that more, a higher percentage of your of your top tier will be wide receiver ones than. Your second tier. That's just right, your range. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And your first the tier. The probability is just. So your first tier is your highest one. You call them wide receiver ones. Your second tier, you call what again? Overall well-rounded, great receivers, and potential for number one. Okay. That's your A, B guys, things like that. And then who's your, what's your third tier? Deep okay. threats and speed guys. Okay. DD and Taylor Gabriel. Ty T.Y. Okay. Yep. So, so how, is, do, you have, do you have one more tier? I do. Okay. R- role players. Okay. Tier four, role players. Yes. Yeah. These guys are going to start on your fantasy team when other guys have bye weeks. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about... And, and, and you're, saying, you're saying that in, you hope in three, four years when they're like an established fantasy player, right? Because these are how you rank your rookies. Yeah, but at the same this time... Is, that's, this is what you see is that maybe they're like the ceiling, correct? So, some rookies, though, can be deep threats, but nothing else. And coaches will put them on the field and have them run goes. So in these lower tiers, you can see younger guys produce more. But I think in the receiver one huh. and the overall great receivers, those are those take a couple of years to to fit into. Huh. That's so interesting. In the role players, I got risk Rob, reward. Yeah. <laughs> Do exactly. you want to wait? Yeah. Robbie Anderson, Tyrell Williams, Kenny Galladay, Dontrell Inman, Josh Doxson. So you'll see six three one ninety, six four two oh five, six four two thirteen, six two two oh two, six three two oh five. So these are guys that have the size. They, they can play might, in the NFL. They can play in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, they Definitely. Yes. They're starters. Kenny Galladay, he's he's just too young to put as a number one. Yeah. He's still growing, but he's on that track. Robbie Anderson, he's you can start him in the semifinals of the playoffs and he'll put fifteen point six points on you. So I mean, these guys have the size, have the skill, and they're gonna play in the NFL. But I don't see them having all the skills necessary to be those number one guys. Okay. So, so your goal by the end of your recruiting process, the, the day before the dynasty draft, you want to know which receivers you think are going to be in each tiers, right? Yep. That's your ultimate goal. Right. You want to, it may not, it may, do you do that from the outset? 
Do you try, do you kind of wait to kind of no. categorize them? You you're just kind of looking at I, more raw skills at the beginning. I do put them um, in tiers, but it's not the same as the NFL tiers. Correct. Um, because you know some guys that you know can only go deep. Those guys are going to be the deep threats, the role players yeah. in the NFL tier. But if they don't have the necessary skills or smarts to play in the NFL, then they wouldn't fit in that category. Okay. So you have to rank them based on what's available in that draft because you're drafting, you get one pick in the first round, one pick in the second round, one pick in the third round, unless you're trading around, but you need to hit on these guys. Yeah. So the more research you can do, the better chance you'll have at hitting on the guys that you wanted and that you believe are wide receiver ones. Exactly. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, anything else you want to... You want to get into it about how you, how you look at receivers before uh, we do some uh, deep dicks deep dives. Triple D, the dicks deep dives on uh, actual receivers, yeah, actual so, prospects. Yeah, just uh, overall, I don't, I don't need, I don't think you need to force pros and cons on every single player. I think, I mean, my 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 style just focuses on the positive things that these players can bring to a team, and the more good traits you have, the better the prospect is. Okay. So I don't like. If if you're lacking in speed, I'm just not going to give you points for speed. If you're really fast, I'm going to give you some extra points for being, you know, that that top of the line fat, that top of the line speed fast, you know what I mean? So, when when I watch the game film, the the players categorize themselves. I don't want to I don't want to have, you know, 20 categories and then sit there and watch film Okay, he's a good route runner. Check the box. Yeah. Oh, he's fast. Check the box. You know, yeah. these guys will show you their own categories. They'll separate themselves. They will. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So just watch the film. Trust yourself. And let's get into it. All right. So before we get into your, into your uh, in-depth person-by-person, prospect-by-prospect uh, rankings... Um, I heard you have a name for this uh, class of wide receivers. This 2019 class. This entire class. This is, oh, not, not just receivers. Oh, no. Everyone. Well, running backs and receivers. Okay, running backs and receivers. Yeah. So the skill positions that, that, that you, we said are the most important, like we said. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when you're scouting these guys, you guys that love measurables are going to drool over all these guys. Oh, yeah? I call this the class of measurables. The class! The class of measurables. Of measurables. I mean, these guys just huge. They're just the epitome of the position. You're gonna see running backs at five eleven, two fifteen, two twenty, all over the board. You're gonna see receivers six three, two fourteen. So you're saying this just makes you drool over the board. This is a, this is a oh drool worthy class. Yeah, and That's- I think a lot of this class is gonna be dictated on what their forty time is. Because they're so close. What you're saying is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean like within the people, it's going to be very small, small margin difference. Yeah. Like, you need to know exactly who's faster because these guys are all so good. This class is so deep. Um, The team that they go to is going to matter way more than any other. Because they're all good. Because they're all good. This class is so deep. You're going to find... Number one dynasty players in the second round and the third round. Well, that's a bold move. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've ever said that. Oh, yeah. In a, in, we've been in a dynasty many, league since 2016. I don't think we've ever said that. There's too many in guys. Two rounds. There's Trap. too many guys. Oh, yeah. All right. You're going to find them. So, so this is – welcome to Dick's Deep Dive. This is a good year to start Dick's Deep Dives in the class of measurables. The class of measurables.